0: Welcome everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, people still laugh when I tell them I was a keynote speaker at a pooper scooper convention. There is big business in poop, but even more than that, pets are a big business. In 2022, Americans spent almost $139 billion on their pets. Pets are like children to some people. Food, health care are the most common expenses. But then there's other ones like training, pet sitting, toys, clothing, daycare. Our dog Layla has been going to daycare for as long as we've had her. Now, it's not like a kitty kindergarten. It's more about expending energy reserves than learning the ABCs. Unlike a dog park, which is a virtual doggy free-for-all, dog daycare centers have stringent vetting processes before your dog is accepted. First, they require your dog to have the right vaccinations to prevent doggy flu, kennel cough, and more. Next, they have to pass a temperament test. They put your dog in the play area with one or two other dogs that they've singled out because they play well and understand the boundaries of play. If your dog passes, then they can join a large group to make sure they're not too timid or aggressive. In case you're wondering, Layla is so good that she's always been one of the dogs used for those temperament tests. She's experienced, patient, and can correct other dogs who get a little too excited. It may seem a lot to do, but I'm glad they make sure my dog and all the other dogs are happy and safe. In other words, dog daycares have to vet their potential clients before they become customers. Is that something you could or should do with your business? I have multiple clients who use WP Forms, which is a plugin for their WordPress websites. It's one of the many free and paid form add-ons available. I've tried a lot of them, but now WP Forms is my go-to tool for myself and my clients. It's so much more than a form creator. It's a data ecosystem that captures client info and more. There are additional add-on modules or plugins with the pro version that capture geolocation, user data, and much more. Adding those can help you determine if a request or a download of an asset was a potential client or a wannabe vendor. It's important to know who you're really communicating with before you spend Precious time tracking them down and investing more time. Geolocation gives you a map of where the request was generated from. This is important because people will pose as a US based business, yet, geolocation shows that they're overseas, like in the Philippines, India, Russia, or more. The second plugin is called Customer Journey. It shows you how a prospect or client got to your site in the first place, say Google, LinkedIn, or others, and then shows you what pages they visited and how they clicked through your website. It also shows if and when they had multiple visits before they downloaded an asset or filled out your contact form. I think it's a huge advantage to know that someone has visited multiple times and not just once. That shows the highest level of interest in your products or services. It also shows you trends about how and what people visit before filling out a form. That can give you insights as to what marketing activities are driving traffic to your site, and insights into which products and services brought them to your website in the first place. That may be different than why they end up contacting you. Finally, WP Forms not only captures data, it shares or integrates with email programs to add new contacts to your contact list. It also integrates with CRMs and ERPs. Some of the integrations include Salesforce and HubSpot or email programs like ActiveCampaign, MailChimp, and others. If you don't see your program like Constant Contact listed, You can always use a tool like Zapier to integrate with almost any email or CRM program. Adding people to your email list is a way of vetting if they're real people or possible prospects. If you email weekly 52 times or more a year versus once a month, you can see if the email bounces or the contact unsubscribes it's a good idea to send them an email immediately after being added. We created an automation sequence for an ebook download. It consists of a short recap email that are spaced out over a couple of weeks. This sequence of emails contains a mini review of each chapter to remind them why they wanted to download the ebook in the first place. Don't worry about adding people to your list. Your website terms of use should include that any forms filled out will add them to your email list. Then, if they don't like what you send, they can always unsubscribe at any time. Most legitimate contacts will stick around for a little while, if not forever. I've also learned about another tool called Kickbox, which lets you scrub your email list to confirm valid email addresses. Doing that can also positively affect your email list deliverability. You can get a free trial to test with your last 100 contacts, and you can buy as you go. You don't have to subscribe every single month. So let's talk about betting without sweating, upsetting, or forgetting with LinkedIn. The other activity that we recommend to our clients is if they have salespeople to have them reach out and connect with any new contacts on LinkedIn. If and when you find them, don't just follow them, make a good quality connection request. In some cases, the salespeople do it, or we can go in and search for LinkedIn people who have filled out contact forms. You can go to their company page or website and see if they're with that company. It's a heck of a lot easier if you know which company those people work for. And make sure you send a note with any connection request. Let them know, hey, I saw you downloaded our ebook or filled out a contact form, and I just wanted to reach out to help if you have any questions. Now, not everyone will accept and that's okay. Be patient and keep in mind that not everybody may be as active on LinkedIn as you. Another thing to realize is that you have about a thousand percent chance, that's a totally made up number, of a connection seeing your content from a personal profile than from a business page. Only people who follow your page will ever see anything posted from it. Let's say you have a sales team of 10 people. That amplifies your content being seen by multiple people if all of them have different contacts and share that content weekly. 10 posts times 10 people times 10 contacts equals 1,000. So that 1,000 number is not as made up as you may think. So let me leave you with this closing thought. In this doggy dog world, hopefully figuratively and not literally, it makes sense to invest time in people who invested time in your website. Vetting people who could and would buy from you is much better than chasing people who probably are just trying to sell you something or may only be interested in hacking your data. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com until next time keep sizzling and remember it's all about the bacon